0: The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. And it's finally here, isn't it? It's finally here. Depending when you listen to this, it could be a couple of days. It could be a few hours, technically, I suppose. Minutes as well until the big game. The game that we've been waiting for this whole season. The game that we have been uh, talking about for months and months and months. Focusing on. Thinking who's going to get there, who's going to get there. Well, we, now we know. The the two teams in the Super Bowl are the Cincinnati Bengals and the LA Rams. One team that, we you know, we we had a good idea. There was a possibility of getting there. And another team that we weren't so sure about. And yet they're there as well. Cincy versus LA Uh, on Sunday night. I'm super excited about it. I'm Jay Lawrence. This is the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. And uh, you know what? It it always feels like there's such a... um, long lead up to the Super Bowl what with the playoffs uh, and what with the the two week gap between the uh, conference championships and the Super Bowl itself but it does uh, feel like this time around it's sort of come around quickly as well and I'm not really sure quite why maybe it's because the as I mentioned the two teams that are in it the two teams that um you know some might be surprised that are in it, and the storylines the possible storylines, the underdog mentality with the Bengals versus the, uh, the 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 giants I suppose of the NFL and the l a Rams, or at least that 's how they might want to be perceived anyway, uh, so what i thought i 'd do is i 'd basically just break down a couple of things well, five things in particular, run down five things that I think are going to be worth noting five things that I think are interesting uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl. And when it comes to things that you might be thinking about during the Super Bowl or even after as well, because I think it's going to be an interesting matchup, and I think that there are arguments for both teams that could, you know, that could win. This isn't necessarily going to be cut and dry, though. If a couple things happen, it may be that way. So I'll go into it then, shall I? I'll go into it. Let's go with number one. Now this is the thing. This is this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying it could be cut and dry. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be a boring Super Bowl, obviously. But my first thought, number one, if Aaron Donald has a day, if he has a day... I can't see how this is going to be a game, to be honest with you. You know, this whole season, haven't we? we've been talking about Cincinnati Bengals' offensive line and how it hasn't been good enough and how Joe Burrow basically has been playing well and Jamar Chase has been playing well despite the offensive line. You only have to look uh, in the, uh, the, the divisional round. That's it against the uh, Tennessee Titans. The Titans were all over them. The Bengals obviously managed to get through. But they were all over the offensive line. Joe Burrow getting sacked, sacked, sacked. Some of them being his fault. Some of them being the offensive line's fault. And then you just need to look at the game that we uh, saw against Kansas City uh, in the AFC title game. Again, the Bengals get through. Kansas City have so much pressure on Joe Burrow. Don't quite seem to be able to sack him. But if Aaron Donald, the one of the best players in the NFL, of course, defensive lineman uh, for the LA Rams... If he manages to break through that offensive line, if he manages to have a day and sack Joe Burrow just as much as he will want to sack Joe Burrow, then this could be over because the defense could be so, um, they could be running all over that offensive line. And the thing is as well with the LA Rams and that line is that it's not just Aaron Donald. Yeah, you might want to like triple team Aaron Donald, but then what's Von Miller doing? Von Miller's just chilling on the other side, being like, yo, that's fine by me. You can triple team Aaron Donald. I'm going to get to the uh, the quarterback instead. That's why this is going to be quite dangerous and why the Cincinnati Bengals have a lot against them just when it comes to defensive line. And I'm not even you know, talking about any other part of their team, but that could be the thing that really tips the game in the LA Rams' favour. And I, if I'm honest, as, as just someone that's watching the game, I don't want that to be the case because if that does happen to be the case, it could be game over. Number 2. Cincinnati, resilient team. That could be the most important thing about them uh, in this game. Because you just have to look at the last few games, don't you? You need to look at the uh, the game against uh, uh the 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 Titans. Uh you need to look at the game against uh the the Chiefs as well. You know, coming from so far behind, Patrick Mahomes completely outplaying Uh, well basically everyone on the team and then obviously he has a second half to forget but what that does mean is that the Cincinnati were so far behind uh, I can't remember the exact number now just off the top of my head but I know they scored three points Cincinnati by half time. they were so far behind that they knew that they needed to pull it out the bag they knew that they had to really try their their hardest to be able to get there and they they did they managed to to beat the overwhelming favorites in that game and possibly even uh, for the, the winners of the Super Bowl as well. Those that behavior, that mentality is so important. You know, this isn't a team that have been going out 20 30, you know, uh, uh, points ahead every single game or something like that and they're going to be able to just uh, you know, coast, and if they're behind, they might question themselves. No, they're, they're kind of used. They're kind of used to being behind, which means that if the LA Rams take a couple touchdowns early lead, you know, even going into the half, a couple touchdowns ahead, it means that Joe Burrow who is not short of confidence, it's fair to say, is going to go into that locker room and he's not going to be particularly worried because they've done it, they've been there, they've done it, they've come from behind, they can do it again and they're going to be confident they can win the Super Bowl in that. Uh, And you know what, that that brings me to my third point as well. The LA Rams, they've had missteps recently. I don't think that you can look at any game over the last few weeks and think, yeah, they've won that convincingly. Do you know what i mean even going back to, to week uh, 18 when they lost to the san francisco 49ers in that game they were they were up they were ahead it looked like to everybody that they were going to win and yet they managed to lose much to my annoyance because it meant that the new orleans saints were not in the uh, the playoffs uh, and then you got you know you you go ahead and then you look at that tampa game the tampa bay buccaneers who um, you know, some would say, some would look at that game and just look at it and be actually, you know what, Tampa, you could argue, really deserve to win that game because, again, they're the team that came from behind. If they if they got to overtime, I have no doubt that Tom Brady would have would have won that game and the Bucks would have gone through and the LA Rams wouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. You know, credit to Matt Stafford for coming through, but the fact does remain is that they nearly botched it. They were ahead and they nearly botched it. This is a team that has done that several times over the last few weeks and and if they can if they can manage to hold it together then they're absolutely going to be the favorites to to win the Super Bowl but but and this is a big thing if they if they have the same scenario if they have the exact same scenario or similar scenario happen in the Super Bowl as it has done over the last few weeks Cincinnati they, they could take advantage of that what did i just say i said that they're a resilient team if LA have those missteps if Sean McVay makes that mistake, if he's too conservative with his play calling, which he has been when it's come to the, the second half of games, trying to, you know, be, um, almost play the clock rather than than win the game outright necessarily. Then Cincinnati do have a shot because LA could play themselves in trouble rather than anything else. Uh, you know, this is, this is looking back at, you know, looking a little bit forward, but it, it is interesting. This is my number four. This is my number four, my fourth point. Um, now, if you if you think about the LA Rams and their draft policy or their trade policy is basically, yeah, I'm not bothered about draft picks. You know, when it comes to post-Super Bowl, you know, end of February, March, all you hear about with the NFL is it's all gearing towards the draft, isn't it? You know, who is X, Y, and Z are going to pick, who's the number one draft pick going to be, um, which is fine because I'm just as interested in it as, um, you know, anybody else is. But when it comes to LA Rams, yeah, they're not bothered. <laughs> They're not fussed whatsoever. They're just like, you know what? We we don't need them. We'd just rather have these proven players, you know, I suppose pay out the contracts, I suppose, uh, and manage to to try and play our way into the Super Bowl in that way. Now, they did it, didn't they, uh, a couple of seasons ago with uh, Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, a player who's been you know, exactly how you'd want that player to be, a, a really exceptional cornerback, one of the best cornerbacks in the league, if not the best cornerback in the league. So that trade obviously went well. That's, you know, first-round draft picks, gone. So then what do they do the next year? Well, actually, do you know what? Since we're not going to have any <laughs> for a little while, uh, then we might as well just give up more, which means that we need to trade for um, for Matt Stafford, um, who is now the quarterback of the LA Rams. And look, they've got to the Super Bowl, so who can complain? You know, the last first-round uh, draft pick of the rams let's just say was a, a, a long long time ago the last time it was actually drafting a quarterback who had been and has gone <laughs> since you know jared goff in 2016 and they've given up so many um first round picks it's going to be years until their next one it's just it's just crazy i mean that is you know nearly I think that must be unprecedented. That must be unprecedented in the NFL. But my point is with this, and I'm not just sort of ranting about it. My point is with this is that they have been all in. They have basically said, yo, we're going for this. We are going to try our hardest by just getting proven players, no matter what draft capital we're going to have to, you know, give up. But it's very close to working, you know, several, several years without a first-round draft pick is nothing if you win the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl is it, isn't it? It's not a case of, well, to justify all these first-round draft picks, we're going to have to win three Super Bowls. That's ridiculous. No, you're going to have to win one Super Bowl, and they are extremely close for that happening. So would I be surprised if, looking ahead, that the LA Rams trade policy could become the new thing if they win? No. I can absolutely see another team doing it. Another team being like, actually, what we'll do is, you know, for for example, the Philadelphia Eagles or something like that, who have got multiple first round draft picks this year. I wonder if it just make them think and just think, actually, do you know what we could do is we can give up, you know, three first round draft picks uh, and we can get, you know, X player who is just, you know, f- phenomenal or something like that. Um, I'm not saying that this is a good idea, but I'm saying that, you know, if if you could give up three first round draft picks and as I say, they do have multiple even in this in this uh, upcoming draft and get Aaron Rodgers, for example. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. But as a theory, don't you think that that would be worth exploring? Because L.A. seems to have been seems to have worked for them. We'll see. It might not. Uh, and my last point my fifth point again is, is almost looking past the Super Bowl a bit you know it's all relative it all depends on what actually does happen uh, in the Super Bowl itself Joe Burrow who is like you know Mr. Swag at the moment uh, one of I think is one of everybody's favourite NFL players even if you don't support the Bengals I don't support the Bengals I lived in Louisiana for a while so I do have a connection I suppose with Joe Burrow you know LSU legend I suppose and all of that But Joe Burrow, this is my opinion, if he were to win the Super Bowl, could retire on Monday and just have the craziest slash most successful three seasons, (laughs) combining college and and professional, you know, that you could ever hope for. So what happens is you go and you you have the first, you you have a year starting with LSU, and play arguably the best year of uh, quarterback football that, that has ever happened in the co- in college. Which which culminates in not only a national championship, but also the Heisman. So it's fair to say that that's a, a successful year, isn't it? Winning the best uh, college player award, as well as a national championship. So you do that, and you get drafted number one. You have pressure on you. It doesn't seem like it actually bothers him in any way. But you do have pressure on you, especially joining the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh so what happens uh, during that season Well you get injured You have a good season for a rookie especially you have a good season but you get injured uh, you tear your ACL which yeah you know, as proven as shown by multiple players now you can come back from an ACL injury but what it does mean is that there are questions about you post injury are you going to be as um, fluid I suppose you're going to be as confident on your feet you're going to be as confident putting pressure. Certain joints and all of that, blah blah blah. I'm not, uh, as you can probably tell, I, I do not know very much about uh, stuff like that. So you have that. That's, a, that's a, It's an interesting season. It's got lots of questions, and then the next season you potentially go and win the Super Bowl. What a ridiculous three seasons! He could retire and just be like, "Do you know what? That's a pretty successful uh, two and a bit years." Because you know it might be three seasons, but it is literally about it's literally two and a half years. What an outrageous two and a half years! Joe Burrow could cement himself as you know one of the best. Um, not only one of the best quarterbacks in the league I suppose but just one of the the craziest stories and thinking do you know what he could potentially have another 20 years ahead of him as well and that's just two and a half seasons it's mad Joe Burrow um, is going to have a lot of eyes in him obviously when the Super Bowl rolls around this Sunday the Cincinnati Bengals are the LA Rams are of course this is a game that let's be honest I think that a lot of neutrals are hoping that the Bengals are going to win the underdogs and all of that But as I say, if Aaron Donald can play like Aaron Donald does, if that defensive line can play like they hope to play, is it going to be a game? Jamar Chase is going to be hoping otherwise. He's one of of my favourite players in the league right now. That Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection is so exciting and it's something that hopefully we're going to see a lot of this Sunday. I hope that you've already sorted out what you're going to be eating. That's a massive thing, isn't it, when it comes to the Super Bowl, especially if you're in the UK, especially if you're planning to watch it late at night. There's nothing wrong with having a a 2am pizza. Nothing wrong with with putting some wings on at half past one in the morning. Absolutely fine. I encourage it. You know, you, you can have a cup of tea. And you can have like a a biscuit or whatever, but you need to just go all in, don't you? Get some get some wings on, make some make some pickle fries. You ever had any of those? It's like you know, like gherkins covered in a, like a sort of bread crumbs. Well, oh, so good. Google it. I'll be speaking to you after the Super Bowl when we know who has won the world championship. Is it going to be the Cincinnati Bengals or is it going to be? the LA Rams the rock and roll American football podcast absolute radio